You rolling? Yeah. Rolling. Alright. Count it off. Three, two. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Vinylism. And I'm your host, Adam. I've got Kenny and Kim over here with me. What's up, guys? What's happening, yeah. Adam? Hello. How's Hello. it going? It's going great. It's that time of year again. I can't believe it. And I also can't believe that this is our fourth annual best of the year show. You guys believe that? Damn. Four, fourth time Four doing years. this? Four years of this. Consecutively? Yeah. Been subjecting people to it for four years. <clears throat> oh, shit. About to start kindergarten next year. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as usual, we pick our top five best of the year. And the way we do it, as always, is anything that came out this year, be it new album or reissue, is fair game. So, without further ado, we're going to start with Chemo. What's your number five? My number five is weirdo by open hand and it's not out on vinyl yet but it's a pre-order <laughs> but i've been listening to it consistently to the point where it's on my top uh list or not top played spotify stuff and i bought the test press so i was able to listen to it actually on vinyl so that was nice i wanted to hear you're gonna have a test press you're going to yeah. be test pressing and the regular ver- version. Yeah. So it's kind of a, uh, it's one's kind of a grower, not a shower, right? Cause I kind of recall when it first came out, you weren't that hot on it. Right. Right off the, the bat. This is true because I was lukewarm to it and it sounded different than their other stuff. And like, I think it's because, you know, they're just going through the motion of different, a revolution of, of the band so of course he's gone through so many members and stuff like that so there's it's been a rotating door but it's consistently justin uh aishan who sings and plays guitar programs and uh there's maracas and shakers and all that stuff so it's a good album it it is definitely a grower are there backup singers on this one uh, there are backup singers, but not the Angels on the infamous Honey album, which was super, super not so okay for me. <laughs> now, this is a new open hand album. It's not some kind of reissue or from something old, right? It's a new. It's a brand new album. It's like a mixture of disco and rock and disco and hard rock. There's like one song that's like really kind of stonery. And the rest is like all like sparkles and disco lights. And <laughs> it's, it's an interesting record. It definitely grew on me. And I'd say the one with Lisa Loeb as a guest singer is really, is like a really cool song. It's like a really pretty track to listen to. How in the heck did they get hooked up with each other? Lisa Love is on the label that Open Hand is on, so that kind of helps out. Let's uh, hit on some of our favorite tracks as we do this, too, briefly. Let's remember to do that. The People's Temple is the first track off the record, and that's a song that I think for me always making an impression on me the first time. It, it was not a well-received for me the fir- upon the first listen. And so... I was thinking like, wow, this is this is not very rocking. It's just kind of going through the motions. And but then I listened to it some more, and it finally sank in. And it, I have the boogies from it. So the People Sample is a great track. Return, which is a track with uh, Lisa Love on it, that's a really gorgeous track, sounding track. I really like that one, and I think. I remember the last song, and I forgot to write down the track names of it. <laughs> oh man! So those are two standout tracks for me on Weirdo. Cool. Open yeah. hand Weirdo is Kimo's top number five of the year. That's what I was trying Sweet. to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just gonna go around the horn here. So Kenny, you're next. 
All right. Um, I, uh, from number five on my list, I'm going to um, bring out a, um, a new band. I think this is their, their first release, uh, their band called High Desert Queen. <clears throat> the album's called Secrets of the Black Moon. Um, discovered them through Ripple Music, who uh, I find a lot of good music from. And uh, the album just came out October 15th of this year. I did order, pre-ordered the vinyl, have not received it yet. Thanks, uh, Adele, for the uh, global global vinyl delays and all that. Global <laughs> shutdown. Is it really Adele, though? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We, we just... Half a I million mean, I, copies. Yeah. Really, we, though? We heard that, but, you know, I, I think... I think some of it's not just her, obviously. Uh, it, I think the demand for vinyl is increasing every year. And so they were already getting behind. And then I'm sure the global shipping situation and delays doesn't help. But we, we were talking about it. Didn't we talk about it last time? Uh, yeah. Like the sales, you know, how, how much vinyl sales increased over the last year. So I'm sure that's playing into it. Just so many more people are putting out vinyl. And everyone's pressing everything and repressing and, it. Yeah, and rightfully so, right? We need Why more not? Bob Dylan, though. Well, there's <laughs> plenty of Bob Dylan out there. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, think of all that wax. One disc, <laughs> two discs. We need more wax. Is there going to be a global wax? Yeah. Well, and it, you can make it green, too, right? You could, like, recycle all the old wax, you know, take, like, you know, old Bee Gees and, you know... <laughs> some some uh, some stuff, you know, Burt Bacharach and Barry Manilow albums, melt them down, repress it, <clears throat> make it sustainable. You know, black is a color of wax too, an additive. Oh, really? Like nice. uh, sugar to cookies, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, <clears throat> uh, High Desert Queen. They're they're basically, I would say, you they're they're kind of a stoner rock band. Uh, Stoner rock, desert rock, obviously it's right in the name. Um, they're a band out of uh, Texas, Austin, Texas, I believe. And uh, it's just a, it's a real good, heavy, crunchy, moody album. Let's say my, uh, probably my favorite track on the album is The Mountain Versus The Quake, which is a pretty riff heavy, catchy one that I think would probably easily grab people. But there's some more moody a little bit spacier, trippy stuff on there too. And uh, it's a good album. Looking forward to uh, to the vinyl when I eventually receive that. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, High Desert Queen, right? Uh, Secrets of the Black Moon, did I get that yeah. right? Kenny's number five pick of 2021. <laughs> As for my number five, uh, it's a reissue that I've wanted for a long time of something. It's PJ Harvey's Is This Desire, her fourth album from, I think this is from 98, on reissued and as it was originally issued on Island Records. And uh, what can I say about this one? This is my second favorite of hers and very electronic tinged, more so than probably anything else she's ever done. And, uh, just some great stuff on here. Uh, like I said, I've always wanted this one. You couldn't really get it for a decent price of the original. And uh, a few of my favorites have always been on here. Uh, Perfect Day Elise, The Wind, uh, Electric Light, Sky Lit Up. It's all pretty great. And this also had a demos companion release separate of all these. And this is probably the best, I think, of the demos. Really interesting stuff, versions on here. Some aren't quite as finished as some of the other ones and it's a little more interesting because of that. So, uh, Kimo, would you grab this one? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I just didn't afford the scroll, so I'm going to have to borrow your copy. Oh, well, we'll see. <laughs> if that's allowable or a record party. Oh, Might want to wait for a record party. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. PJ Harvey, this is Desire. It's my number five, the reissue. Check it out. She got, <clears throat> I mean, that they've been going through her whole catalog. Is there, there much left that they haven't pressed or reissued yet? She has one coming out in January 
which is Let England Shake. That's like a 10-year-old album now. Mm. After that, she has one new one that's pretty much still in print, so no one really knows if that's getting a reissue. But uh, hopefully they're getting down to like all her B-sides, getting some kind of collection, which I'm really holding, hoping for. So yeah, this has been a great reissue campaign. This is the way to do it. Yeah, when you're as prolific as PG Harvey, that's for sure. It's, yeah. it's nice for the fans to get actual copies that are not being scalped for like thousands of, or hundreds of dollars. So. Yep. But uh, Kima, that brings yeah. it back to you for number four. Love 15. Okay, so my uh, fourth pick is going to be Cynic Ascension Codes. Um. I was actually surprised by this release. I've only heard about it like less than a month. And I was so behind that I didn't realize he released a bunch of tracks online. And it finally got released on November 26th or 29th around Thanksgiving time. And lo and behold, the, I got the vinyl like a couple days ago. I haven't spun it yet, but I've been spinning it on my hard drive on Spotify, and oh man, um, it's such a pleasant surprise to get this album in my fists, and I think I got the clear, clear white version. It's not white, but it's just transparent. It's pretty nice. It's going to be hard to see see the dust, though. It looks like they had a few different ones, like Looks like they, they put out like a gold vinyl, black, and some sort of uh, like, what is it? The one that there's like 12 inch double picture vinyl yeah. they put out too? Yes. I went for the second oh, yeah. sought after one because the first one sold out, the first variant sold out fast. Blue and clear. Yeah. I see they had, they, they, uh, no, I, I'm I'm a fan of this, man. I mean, I love I love the different varieties and colors. So I think it's cool when that they they put out a few of them and like let you grab something and it gives it a little extra something special. That's the thing I've been noticing is that lately a lot of the emails that I get from bands about their pre-orders for new albums, they've been doing not just one or two variants, they're doing multiple variants. I mean like a band I like called Author and Punisher just released their pre-orders recently. And they have, there's like a ton of colors that they're producing for this album. And uh, for like Cynic, they did just like two or three or four variants, four variants, I think, or maybe three. But uh, yeah, bands are just like pouring it into vinyl. So, which is great for us to listen to and collect. So it's nice. Uh, I just say my favorites, two favorite tracks are in the multiverse where Adam sing beautiful song, just like the intricate, like guitar work that Paul Masvidal of cynic and uh, the death metal band death played in. He's like super progressive technical guitar, guitarist and singer. And uh, the second to last song uh, that closes this album, there's 18 tracks on this. Yeah, see that. And the in between are like kind of like segues, like failure esque, but they're like intros and outros to some of these songs. They have it almost looks like uh, compounds from the the table of elements from chemistry. <laughs> so it looks interesting and. They're going for that like, um, uh, like surreal—not surreal, but like transcendent, like feeling to express how the music is to them, I guess. And "Diamond Light Body" is like an amazing song. It's such an awesome closer. And when Paul Masvidal says the title of the song at the end of the song, it's like it's closure. And what's really sad is about this record is this is the album without. The original drummer Sean Reinhardt, who passed away a year about two years ago or a year ago, and that was sudden. And then Sean Malone, the stick player or 
or war guitar or stick player. I forget what how you call him, but um, he passed away from his mother passing away, and he's just the depression set in, and I heard he uh, uh, passed away from that the great loss that he suffered. So this album is like a like almost for me like cathartic and beautiful that they that Paul's carrying on hopefully. So and that's my two cents. I see there's also a cassette release too. Yeah, it all fits on is that yeah, a double, like a is that fit, double cassette? No, it's sorry, it's fifty minutes, so oh. it's our, our sister podcast, Cassettalism. Cassettalism, go check that out too. Where you where you wherever you get your <laughs> podcast. So yeah, that's that's a my number four. I don't I don't know these guys, I want to check this out. Yeah, what it's type fun. of what type of uh, vocals do they do? I, I'm not really singing. too familiar with them. Is it? It's more melodic than screaming, or just the earlier stuff. There is the the death metal part uh, with this normal singing. Or they had a female singer for the first album, and they did have a death metal Cookie Monster vocalist. Then the album that they came back when they reformed like several years ago was with cookie monster in the background, but Paul's like angelic voice with vocoder occasionally, uh, to accent some of the words. So he's some type of vocoder to like make him sound robotic. So it sounded pretty cool. And I enjoyed Tristan air. Tristan air was a great album. Very cool. Cynic Ascension codes. Chemo's number four. All right. Let's back over to Kenny. So that, that brings, uh, brings me up next here. My, uh, my number four on the list is a little shift from my, my usual heavy stone of rock kind of vibey stuff is uh, a release Adele. from... <laughs> exactly. How'd you know? You Still got my thunder. Still in my thunder, bro. Sorry. Um, it's a... Uh, from a fingerstyle guitarist named Thomas Lieb, who's one of my favorite guitar players. Uh, super nice guy too. I've met him a number of times. Um, he's got a new uh, album that came out. I guess technically he's calling it an EP. It's like six tracks. Um, it's called Radio Hill and just released it a few days ago on the 3rd of December. And uh, I pre-ordered the vinyl, so I don't have the vinyl in my hands yet, but um looking forward to that. And I've already uh, listened to some tracks on there and, you know, it's uh, I'm a big fan of some of, there's a handful of fingerstyle um, guitar players that I really, really dig. And uh, he's one of them. He's really unique player. He does rhythmic stuff, kind of polyrhythmic sort of things uh, between his playing of the actual notes and fretting of notes on the guitar as long as along with like you know um some some hits and scratches and other things it sounds that he pulls off and uh it's like the first uh release of new material from him and probably a good six years i think from the last time he put out something so i was pretty stoked uh to hear and as soon as i saw that it was up there and you could pre-order vinyl i was on it so Thomas Lieb. Yeah, it's so new. It's not even on Discogs yet. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he has his, his uh, main page, I think, is like through Bandcamp. So you can pre order downloads, digital downloads, as well as the vinyl and stuff through there. But yeah, it's, I mean, it just, just came out. I don't think he's ever put out vinyl before. Hmm. A couple of guys, uh, someone that I'm going to, you know, if we have a, little honorable mention list at the end of the show here. There's another, another guitarist that put out an album on vinyl that was uh, on my honorable mention list. Um, but, you know, Thomas Lieb is an amazing guitar player. It's great stuff. You guys should check it out. Yeah. I want to check it out. Album's called Radio Hill. Thomas Lieb, Kenny's number four pick. And for me, my number four pick 
This is the newest album by Parquet Quartz, Sympathy for Life. And uh, these guys never disappoint me. This is, uh, I guess, kind of a, like lyrically, maybe thematically, it's kind of like the lock, their lockdown album and you know, talking about situations we found ourselves in during the last couple of years of, you know, living with a pandemic. A lot of uh, stream of consciousness lyrics, musically, very diverse as always. Lots of earworms on here. Uh, Kimo, you might find this interesting. John Parrish produced a few tracks on here. It's a frequent PJ Harvey collaborator. Ooh, so that's awesome. Kind of stoked to see that. A um, couple favorite tracks: Black Widow, Spider, Homo Sapiens. Sounds a lot like their usual older stuff. But uh, they just they try all kinds of different styles on here, all kinds of different music. It's great. I really like this one. Parquet Courts, Sympathy for Life. It's my number four. How long have they been around? I've heard that name for a while, right? It's been like 10 years or so. Maybe eight. <clears throat> uh, that's stuff I never, I, I ne- I'm not, I'm familiar with the name, but I've never really listened to Parquet Courts yet. So New York all- band. Oh, okay. Or at least yeah. they are now. So I think they made yeah. their they made one of my uh top five like in twenty eighteen, I think their last one. So cool. Saw uh showed up on uh Spotify when I was browsing some stuff and listened to a little bit of it, but I, I wasn't paying close attention to it. It kind of sounded a little bit like um I don't know, sort of like almost like eighties retro sounding some of the some of the stuff that I heard. Yeah, there's a little bit of that on here. Definitely. Kind of 80s indie rock influence. A lot of velvety kind of jamming out, kind of I wouldn't call it lo-fi, it's more produced than that, but you know, they definitely have their sound. So yeah, getting to number choice number three. Trace Ombres. Uh, I have to say my number three is by an old, what used to be a death metal synth band, synth something, or what? No, Nintendo, no, they weren't Nintendo Core. Uh, Core. I'm I'm trying to remember, that was Horse the Band, actually. Horse the Band was like, coined the term Nintendo Core. So cover Mario theme song and stuff. (laughs) 8-bit style. They had a keyboardist who would like play like 8-bit type stuff and then they had a metal guitarist and you know the rest of the band and they'd play like kind of punk to like fast beats and just like with geeky keyboards over over all the guitar and noise so gosh. So who, Gang- number three? My number, th- <laughs> my number three <laughs> is Genghis Tron. And uh, their album's called Dream Weapon. And I accidentally bought a second copy of this. But uh, it was, it's really good. I It's stepping away from the death metal Cookie Monster vocals. It's more going for like the... Uh, I don't know, like like clean vocals. So it sounded like you know, shoegazy in a way, but with like heavy overtones. Um, I I saw them live at Murder Fest at the Knitting Factory a long time ago, and they were interesting then. But now it's like going the shoegaze route. It's like, oh crap, this is like another level of goodness. So. Uh, I enjoyed tracks like uh, the self-titled track, Dream Weapon. It's super fast and just like rushes into like the fast tempo right away. And um, it's a beautiful track with the vocals, the guitar overlays and overdubs, the somewhat overdubs. So, and I have to say my second track or second and third tracks I enjoyed was Piracine and uh, Ritual Circle, which is like a 10 minute. Like, like three days type. Well, not exactly three days like by Gene's Addiction, but it's a long song. I see that on Discogs there are a ton, well, quite a few 
different colored versions of this as well. Which do you know which one you got? I think I got one of the clear ones, and I forgot what the other one was. <laughs> I realized, oh my gosh, I have two of them. Oh my god, ah oh, man, full pod. Man, people need to upload pictures of colored vinyl on discogs. You tell them, Adam. <clears throat> yeah, slackers. Oh, here I sound. Wow, this is pretty crazy looking. Some of these. So you said they're this album's shoegaze, like kind of more shoegazy sort of vibes. Is that you're saying? Because I, I don't. But not, re- not really, really like shiny. Well, but like they were, you know, from what I heard before, like pretty, you know, heavy, thrashy, you know, metal kind of thing. So to go shoegaze, pretty, pretty drastic shift. Yeah, it is. It was a drastic shift, and it was a pleasant surprise to hear this. When I first heard the first song, I was like. This is Genghis Trons. Like, this doesn't sound like the previous several albums that they released. I'm like, wow, they're they're doing something way different than their previous stuff. So it's like, okay, changing it up. Yeah, I was really, I really grew to the self-titled track, Dream Weapon. I sent you guys a link to the chat of uh, one of the really interesting colored editions. Uh, which one was this? Sorry, I didn't mean to hijack. Uh, no, that's okay. Your, your segment there, uh, chemo. God damn it! <laughs> I'm just. Yeah, that's cool. This is a. Uh, no, I should have. I should have wrote down what colors I got. I guess cayenne, cayenne splatter. Yeah, I think that might have what I got. Cyan, not cayenne. It should be cyan. Right? Cyan. <laughs> Science Some hot, hot pepper splatter. <laughs> hot pepper vinyl, yo. Heat's yeah. baked into those grooves. It looks like a cupcake or something, like a blueberry something yeah, right? smashed crazy. blueberry cupcake. That's pretty cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, spin it at a record party. Yeah, bring final, it over. Final party. Find out which one you got, because there's at least looks like there's at least five to seven color editions of this. Relapse released it, of course. So they're they're going all out with all these wild colors and stuff. Genghis Tron, Dream Weapon. And now back over to Kenny for his number right. three pick. My uh, of twenty twenty one. My number three pick is um, something that just came out. Last week was released on December third. Hmm. Um, what could it be? No, it's not that one. December third was a good day. There was uh, quite a bit that came out that day. Darren uh, Townsend. Wait, what? <laughs> what did I miss? Besides, well, I obviously know what you're going to pick. <laughs> but kidding, sorry. Um, this my number three is Weed Pecker, band a uh, band out of Poland, who's kind of like transcended their stoner rock origins uh this their latest album is called the stream of forgotten thoughts just came out on december 3rd pre-ordered this one too haven't received the vinyl yet Uh, i'm trying to think i think i got the transparent yellow vinyl that should be getting whenever uh that arrives but these guys are just they're just badass i mean i would say you know they kind of they, they started off as sort of a more traditional kind of stoner rock, heavy, grungy, hypnotic kind of a band in their earlier albums. Um, I got their last album on vinyl too, which was uh, called Three, came out back in 2018. Love that album. Pretty great album too. And this new one like takes it even further. It's more like, um, it's, it's heavy, but very textural and kind of proggy, really spacey at times, very melodic. It's, it's really unique. You know, I kind of feel like they're, they're, they're finding their stride with these last two albums where they've really kind of branched out what they're doing. Um, it's so new that I basically uh, can't really say like uh, what my favorite track is or something like that because I, I haven't had a chance to really absorb it yet. But, uh, I mean, I, I've put it on and listened to it and start to finish. Like, the whole thing is great. Like, these guys are kind of flying under the radar, you know. They uh, basically, uh, you know, I think they're putting their stuff out largely 
on their own, like as a DIY kind of thing, because I'm not sure that they're associated with the label. Um, they do do wow. some touring and stuff around Europe and things, but you know, great, great band. And, uh, it's pretty excited when I heard they were putting out a new album. I follow these guys through like Facebook and Bandcamp and stuff. So I didn't know they had a new one. I'm very excited to hear it. I loved three great record. Yeah. You'll, you'll dig it, man. It's very, very spacey, atmospheric and, and heavy kind of pretty pretty different from what i hear anybody else doing right now nice that was uh we go ahead you go i was gonna say number three weed pecker stream of forgotten thoughts that's weed pecker four according to discogs (laughs) stream of forgotten thoughts yeah i can't wait to hear it it's exciting you should definitely bring that over too I look forward to getting it, man. I, I was oh, yeah. looking, I've got like 10 pre-orders that I have not received yet. That have been, some of them I pre-ordered like six months ago. Wow. And oh, it's just shit. like, you know, the albums, the albums have all been released like from October going forward, but like the vinyls are delayed. So just uh, patience. Hang in there. Yeah. Hang in there, Adele. <laughs> if you're listening. A dirty word on this podcast now. <laughs> um, for my number three, did you have anything else on that one, Kenny? No, we can you know keep it keep it rolling. Um, December third was a good day. Yeah, he had his full Kenny. I was like, I thought you were gonna say <laughs> another band, yeah. but looks like Adam's gonna there's, have it. Yeah, there's a big day, like quite a bit released on that day. Um, we found out what late last month that Failure was putting out a new album. Their first since when did uh, in the future your body will be the furthest thing from your mind? It's 2019, right? It's not that long ago. It was 2019. F- Failure's first full length since 2019. Just kind of dropped out of nowhere. They were putting some songs out. Yeah, I think I was late 2018. Oh, was it? Yeah, maybe. But uh, we have a new Failure album now, and that is my number three pick called wild type droid and no no vinyl on this yet i mean they've taken orders but what do they say next may june spring yeah yeah two different variants um so far what was, no there's three there's black orange and uh is it cyan or blue cayenne and cayenne pepper, cayenne pepper. <laughs> i i got my pre-order in i can't recall off the look at my emails to see what it which color I got, but I thought you got the blue, didn't you? Quite possible. I think I'm the only one who got the orange. Uh I'm you know, I, I just have this funny feeling we might be talking about this album again on this very podcast. So I'll just say get in my first licks and say I think standouts to me on this so far were uh Headstand, of course, is a great track, the first single bring back the sound and the closing track half moon, which I believe Greg sings. Yeah. Had had to get a Greg song in there. Yeah. uh, Yeah. That's what stood out right away, but I liked everything I heard right away. So yeah. Number three failure, wild type droid. Yep. Yes, sir. You might hear again from that one. You might just hear about this album again. Damn it. You beat me <laughs> to it. We knew this was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is new- probably the most obvious thing that it was going to show up likely on, on multiple lists here. You know, we're, this is this year's inlet by home. We're kind of we're nerds, you know, like failure nerds. We all, we all dig these guys. Lots of us dig them. Yeah. A few people do. Just a few. Yeah. Uh, chemo, just tearing through these. Number two. Number two is Bud Band. Lantlos, with their um called Wild Hunt, which means wild dogs in a different language that I don't know. I forget which where he's from, but it's mainly a few guys from a European country that did uh black metal to shoegaze to 
dream gaze, whatever you want to call it. But now they made like an old, like a 90s throwback, not really grungy, but it's uh, like kind of like in the vein of failure, no knife, or not really no knife. That's more like two guitar, twangy, dual rock. But uh, Landless is like straightforward space rock. Hmm. Yeah, you spun it the at the uh, the last last record party that we had. Uh, yeah, you brought it over. It's pretty awesome, man. I I really dug it. I I gave it a couple of listens like after that record party. Um, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty good stuff. Like really he- really heavy, but really melodic, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a little bit different. I think like drums and drum wise and rhythmically, like it's a very rhythmic heavy album and i agree with that i feel like the drums are probably mostly programmed the vibe like the way they're played doesn't sound just like a straight live drummer so i kind of feel like you probably programmed it it wasn't programmed actually it's it's an actual live drummer yeah yeah that's that's i i thought the exact same thing and then someone pointed out like there was a live drummer on this album so he has like drum triggers or something it's just the vibe, the the way the rhythms are played. Um, I mean, it's it's done well and it sounds great. It's just really, uh, it, it's really aggressive and um, I don't know, kind of. There's a certain thing about it. I guess it, it in some ways you could say it's like almost robotic, you know, and like calculated. Kind of like, it's like it's, calculated. Yeah, the the precision about it, the way it's played, um, it just it seems like that, like more like it was programmed. Um, but that's my exact sentiment. And on yeah. Facebook, someone shot me down and said, Oh, it's a live drummer. Well, it's a pretty crazy looking cover looking at it on Discogs. Did you get the this kind of pink, pinky purpley color vinyl? I got the black, unfortunately. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I did get the black one because the, the collared vinyl sold out, I think, by the time I got to it. No, did I get? No, I don't remember. Fuck. Um, yeah. So I got to look at my vinyl again to see what color I have. You just have too much, too many records sitting around. Yeah, Lake Fantasy is my favorite track off this album, which is the first track, and the second track, Magnolia, their standouts. Magnolia reminds me of Snow Knife in a way. Great album, great album, and I bought the. CD companion, and it comes with another album with like, like electronic type music. So that's cool. Interesting. Lantlos, Wild Hund. Did I say it right? Yes. It's Chemo's number two choice for 2021. And here we go. After he takes a big swig of his adult beverage here, Kenny will go. Big boy, big boy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my my uh, number two album for 2021 is a French band um, by the name of Los Dissidentes del Sucio Motel. They often write it up as LDDSM. And uh, they put out an album this year called Polaris. And uh, I just, it's really grown on me. I, I when it first came out, um, I was kind of stoked to hear it because I liked the, I really liked the last album that they put out, uh, which was called Human Collapse back in 2018, I think it was. Um, something like that, or maybe even 2016. I had to read my screen. But um, I heard they were putting out a new, a new album and uh, pre ordered it. I've got this one already on vinyl i got the uh the white vinyl in this version um and it's a it's a great album man i mean it's just it's like heavy um hard to categorize exactly like some of it's got kind of a metal vibe some has kind of a grunge vibe some's more spacey um it it's a uh, concept album i you know definitely got a fondness in my heart for sort of outer space themed rock um, and this one 
Yeah, it's got a theme running through it that's kind of like this, you know, journey from, you know, basically it's my own my own take on it, right? <laughs> Listening to the lyrics and it's, you know, kind of like um, we've sort of like killed our planet and are basically having to like send people off into space to discover what's beyond and find somewhere else to go because things aren't things aren't working out too well here at home. And so it's kind of this journey, like taking off through, through space and stuff. Um, and, uh, it's just, I think it's a great album, man. Really cool guitar playing, dual guitar riff and stuff. Um, really melodic vocal harmonies and stuff. And it just kind of really grew on me in a cool way. So I, I definitely spun this one a lot. What are some of your tracks on you like on here? Um, let's see. Some of the, I mean, really the whole album is solid start to finish, but, um, the opening track, technically there's a little segue in the beginning, but really the opening track blood planet child is a great, great song. Um, uh, also, uh, the plague, the key and the ending track, the great filter is a, is a great song too. I've seen a video of them like kind of doing sort of an acoustic version of uh, the great filter. Like they had a couple of videos that they put out um, that was really cool too, but it's definitely, definitely a cool, heavy space rock kind of uh, album that uh, I really liked this year and definitely highly recommend it. Do they sing in French or in English? It's, it's in English. Oh, okay. they're a French they're a French band, but all the singing, all the lyrics, everything's in English. Oh, okay. Cool. Say the band name again. Los Dissidentes del Sucio Motel. Say it faster. <laughs> Say it backwards. L D D S M. This town needs guns. Oh boy. That's a good band. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, album's called Polaris there. We were just talking about. So uh, did you bring this? We haven't heard this at a party yet, have we? Um, I don't think so. I, I'm trying to think. I might have brought it with me the last time, and then we, didn't, we ran out of time to actually spin it. But I'll bring it to the next, the next record party. Nice. I'm going to do that soon. I'd like to listen to that, actually. You got my interest peaked with that album in your description. Well, uh, number two for me is an album that was supposed to come out. Apparently I knew this, I didn't know the date June 12th, 2020, but was delayed due to the effects of the pandemic. So it came out late January, 2021 instead It is Steven Wilson's the future bites. And, uh, you know, I was always a Porcupine Tree fan, the band he used to front. Uh, I like all his solo albums. I think this is his fifth or sixth solo album. I've liked them all. Uh, this one, it's not too crazy different from what he's done before, but I'd say there's quite a bit more predominantly electronic textures on here. But uh, early Porcupine Tree had some of that as well. And uh, some really good grooves and kind of the centerpiece of the whole album is this anti-consumerist screed called Personal Shopper. And uh, it kind of sounds to me like something Pink Floyd might have done in the 80s if Roger Waters had stayed with them. Mm. Did I send you the video for that, Kenny? Did you see that? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, mean, I heard, I remember like, no, actually I'm thinking of the the new Porcupine Tree track that I was listening to mm. that, which by the way, did you lock in your uh, pre-order? The Porcupine Tree vinyl for next next June or something, whenever that comes out. I did not, not yet. Um, no, I don't think I heard this the uh, the solo Stephen Wilson stuff. Uh, this this last uh, album here. Personal Shopper is a good one. I just mentioned. Uh, I really like King Ghost. Everything this guy does is high quality. He pretty much eats, sleeps, and breathes music, and does everything really well. So. Stephen Wilson, The Future Bites. 
right on to give that a, a spin. And that brings us to the final round of 2021. Our number one picks. Number one. One, 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 one. Well, I left it for the last one. I have to say failure, wild type droid. It's my number one. You sound disappointed almost. No, I just can't. <laughs> no, I, it's a pleasant surprise after being released for what? Uh, four days now. So, how many times I, have you listened? I think I've listened to it like twenty-five times already. Jeez, man. Dang, oh, that beats that beats me. I mean, I'll you know, I know it's spoiling the uh, spoiling the show here, but right, it's going to come up next. I, I I left failure for my number one too, so <laughs> got it on there, man. I mean, you know, I'm I'm the type of guy like I'm not really all about favorites, man. Like. If you love the music, you love it, whatever, right? But we got to pick some order, right, for the show here. Yeah, but definitely, you know, failure, huge fan too. And I mean, the you know, I to me, I like this one better than their last album. So I, I feel like, you know, what we we kind of heard this was coming. And it's definitely worth worth the wait. I agree with that, and uh, I think it's a return to form to like magnify. So I was just going to say, it seems to me like the last couple were very like kind of epic with the segues and kind of longer, like fantastic planet. Yeah. This one's kind of scrappier and more in the, to me in the vein of their second album magnified in a very cool way. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's definitely different, but maybe song structure wise or that type of thing, but it's, it's, yeah, I mean, a, it's an interesting mix of textures and you know always love the sounds that um, ken andrews helps produce and helps them get on their their albums just that the tones you know of of the bass i mean to me like the bass tones on this album are sick and, oh gosh uh, yeah the drums too and like the, just the way everything sounds man it's great it just keeps getting better and better it seems like it you know Making making things sound just terrific on these albums. Yeah, yeah. Say water with hands. Uh, I can't. I can't really pick a favorite because I've been listening to it from beginning to end, and it's really hard for me to pick my favorite songs off this. Uh, it's such a well-rounded record, and uh, with without the segues or at least the segues attached to this and like the ends of songs it's i feel like it's a more concise record yeah. it's a tight little 40 minute you know package can you have any favorite tracks standing out on this one for you yet um i mean same thing too it's hard to pick um obviously uh the track they put out first that headstand is a great track. Um, some of the stuff, uh, you know, towards the end, I, I don't recall all the song titles quite as well, but, um, I mean, Mercury mouth, um, bring back the sound. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a great album, man. I mean, it's, it's, kind of a album that flows from beginning to end pretty smoothly. Like there's no, there's no filler or just sort of sidetrack off, you know, out in the, out in the space, drifting jams and segues or whatever. It just kind of flows through with some, some great songs, some, some stuff that's a little heavier, some stuff that's a little more sort of, I don't know, shoegazy vibe ish kind of, and some stuff that's uh you know, a little more spacey. Uh, it's, it's kind of a nice, nice mix of heavy hypnotic kind of stuff. Nice. That is a failure wild type droid. I did take a look at my emails. I got the blue vinyl. It's my, my uh, pre-order. So the only negative comment is on their Bandcamp page. I'm not a huge fan of that super like bright neon bright uh, text color that they got on the background with the red, like the red background. 
kind of an eye killer. But aside from that, the album cover is pretty dope too. I like that. Yeah. The animated version of it is pretty cool too. <laughs> Where is there an animated version? Some it's like someone animated. They're, the people are walking into the droid or yeah, the bo- body. Yeah, that is trippy. Dude. Are they walking out? Kind of like they're, they're walking, walking in. into it. They're walking into it. Really interesting. I'm trying to remember where I saw that. Well, it's, it's definitely worth checking it out. For me, my number one choice for 2021 is Failure Wild Type Droid. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> did that that landed with a thud okay uh that's actually my number three choice uh might have been higher if i had more time with it but uh it's a great record my number one choice is an album by floating points pharaoh saunders and the london symphony orchestra called promises and this is like kind of really epic it's kind of a, a album long suite of songs or just a, a song it's split into movements one through five on side a and movements six through nine on side b and uh it's kind of interesting you know this guy floating points his real name is sam shepherd kind of dj electronic guy melds a lot of jazz and kind of like they call it future jazz into his stuff and i guess ferris sanders was a fan and they wanted to work together so Ferris Saunders is, of course, legendary tenor sax player. See, he handles that side of things on this. And um, just the, the, this is one of the best sounding records I've ever heard, I have to say. Like, it was uh, lacquer cut at Bernie Grunman Mastering by Chris Bellman, who is one nice. of the, definitely one of the greats. And uh, we might have more on Bernie Grunman, Grunman Mastering one of our future shows it's in the works so check it out but uh yeah what can i what can i say about this record it's just definitely great surprise as soon as i heard this i had to have the record and uh got some pretty amazing die cut kind of artwork on the cover and i'd say definitely my favorite portion on here is movement six opens the second side it's just mind-blowing orchestration on that so Promises, Floating Points, Ferris Saunders, and London Symphony Orchestra. It's my number one pick for 2021. I'll have to check that out. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting, getting a little eclectic. Yeah, I, have, I can't say I've heard it, but I'll uh, definitely give it a spin. Yeah. Um, we talked briefly about maybe doing some honorable mentions. Maybe we can just go through a couple really quick. Stuff that didn't make our top five, but you know, Kimo? or it could have been squeezed into a top six. But my my top six would be a band from Canada called Blessed, and they had an EP called Structure. Oh, you played that for me. It's so cool. Oh my gosh, I played that song to, to all those the four songs to death. But it's actually one of the songs. I think Structure is act the self titled song. Is my number one song of 2021 from my uh, Spotify playlist. Aren't they on Discord? Uh, no, they're not on Discord. They're they're Discord, as in uh, the label from yeah. Fugazi. No, I don't Maybe think I just so. Th- I thought that because they kind of reminded me of uh, of uh, Q, the band Q and not you, who were on Discord. Oh. I don't think they were on Discord, no. I think I listened to them. I remember you telling me about them a little while back. Pretty sure I listened to it, but I can't recall much about it off the top of my head. But I'll jot that down, writing some notes here for tomorrow morning's playlist. The version of How They Spill Center is my favorite track off the EP. Is this EP called Center? No, Structure. Structure. But then the Structure is one of the songs, and then Center, Movement, and I forget the fourth song, but uh, yeah, Center's, oh, it's such a juicy, heavy, rhythmic, really rhythmic, heavy uh, track. 
you have a really cool sound. It's just kind of intricate and, you know. The previous album, Salt, was really good, too. I enjoyed that. Nice. I was pleasantly surprised when my friend told me about them, and then he said, hey, they're playing the, uh, Los Angeles' The Smell. I'm like, okay, I'll go. I went. I was really impressed. They had three guitars, and one of the guitars would actually play keyboard and sing. So that was, they just forwarded me the first time I saw them. I was like buying every uh, vinyl I could get. Really good Canadian band, yeah. Did you get this on vinyl? Yeah. But it, was ex- it was expensive for four songs. I'm like, oh my gosh. The shipping Apparently was they've got outrageous. A, they've got like a remix EP too. Yeah. By uh, some bigger bands that have influenced them. And they, I think the band themselves remixed the last track. Any other uh, honorable mentions in your? That's about it. And my mom's calling me, but I'm going to let it go. I'll just call back. <laughs> uh, I'll go real quick with a couple. So Kenny can have it at the last word. <clears throat> um, a couple things I didn't get a chance to buy yet. Hopefully, maybe another trip to the record store soon. But, uh, uh, a group called Sloppy Jane, her album Madison, which is uh, it's pretty wild. It's like a kind of a rock opera almost. <laughs> and she recorded it like in a bunch of caves, apparently. And uh, it's a bit like the Nutcracker on Acid to me. <laughs> listening to it, it's Ten. pretty pretty good. I'd be interested nice. to hear how the, how the record sounds. Yeah, she's a uh, pretty ambitious. I think they're a New York and LA band, possibly more New York now, but. Uh, it's uh, Sloppy Jane's Matt Madison, Madison, and uh, also Jerry Cantrell's Brighton. I enjoyed that one. It's a good one. I like everything Jerry does. He's a national treasure. He can do no wrong. Brighton, great album. But that's country twang, man. It's a little, it's, it's, it's <laughs> a little twangy, but you know he does that stuff well. So it's yeah, Jerry, he's got the it's golden voice, man. Some good stuff on there. I listened to it, gave it a spin. It's a couple tracks I don't care for quite as much, but there's definitely some 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 good gems on there too. Yeah. Can you a couple of honorables for you? Um, well, I got a few few to throw out. Um, one there's another another fingerstyle guitar player named Trevor Gordon Hall, who's an amazing guy. Amazing player. I, I know him. I actually took some some Skype lessons, guitar lessons from him at one point. Um, and he plays a little different style. He's a little more chill and laid back, a little more, um, you know, sort of uh, sophisticated in a sense than a lot of these guys who are kind of crazy slapping and popping and doing all these kinds of, you know, guitar pyrotechnics. Uh, his stuff's really tasteful, really good. He's got an album called This Beautiful Chaos. And he put it out on vinyl too. So I have the vinyl in my hands. I, I ordered that when it came out. Um, then the the other, I had three other bands throw an honorable mention of stuff that basically it's just too new, like didn't get a chance. So one is a band I really dig, King Buffalo. So they've got a new album called Acheron that just came out December 3rd. I pre-ordered the vinyl. haven't quite got that in my hands yet. Is that, like that, album? Is that their fifth album this year? <laughs> Uh, no second, second one for this year. They had said they were going to do three, but, uh, second one of this year. Um, it's a great album. I just haven't had enough time to take it in. Cause it's basically four long, long tracks. Each, each track is like nine, 10 minutes long. And it's interesting that you mentioned sloppy Jane recording in a cave or something. Cause this is this album. They recorded live inside a cave at some place called how caverns in new york and uh seen a video clip a part of it uh i mean it sounds pretty awesome though it just does not sound like it was like recorded in in a stone cave um but just didn't have enough time to absorb it and be kind of busy with other stuff so who knows could have made the list and then another one that just came out is uh eldavar um you know with Elder and Cadaver collaboration just came out like a week ago too, December 3rd. Elder Barge. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's uh, 
it's pretty cool stuff. Like it's very, very spacey, atmospheric rock kind of stuff mixed with some heavy parts in there. And so they, they put out a release called the story of darkness and light. Um, it's, you know, just the, those guys were friends and kind of hooked up during this uh, pandemic and some downtime from touring and sort of spontaneously wandered into doing a collaboration and uh, some cool stuff. I haven't really had the chance to sit down with it and give it the proper listen, but it's definitely, uh, I'm, sh- I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, one final one is a, uh, a band called Spider God. Um, they're a band, uh, some, I want to say like from, I don't know if it's Sweden, one of the Scandinavian countries. Um, they have a new album coming out. Uh, it gets released in three days. I think this Friday it gets released. Uh, that it's their sixth album called Six, of course. Um, I've heard a couple of the tracks that they put out and, and kind of like the direction. I like some of their older stuff, but the these two new tracks that they put out kind of have this like sort of Thin Lizzy kind of dual guitar harmonized vibe to it, like in a cool, cool way. It's almost like, I don't know, Foo Fighters meets Thin Lizzy or something. It's it's kind of hard rocky at, at times, uh, but I like some of their other releases and the two tracks, the two teasers they put out for this new album sound pretty cool. So hmm. looking forward to checking that out, hopefully this weekend when that comes out. Did you guys say uh, it's a good year, great year, or mad year for music? I think it's been an interesting year pandemic-wise, and just hoping that everyone is staying well and trying to well, 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 what? <laughs> well, 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 well. <laughs> I trailed off there. Oh, I'm sorry, but uh, sorry to get morose, but uh, yeah, it's been a crazy year, so it's, I, I, I'd say it was inspiring for some bands in a dark, dark way, in a way, so... Yeah, Yeah. that's my two cents. I think there's been, I think in some ways it's pretty good. Like there's been actually quite a bit of music coming out. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think the, the whole vibe of the world for the last couple of years is definitely adding its color to what people are creating, you know, because most of these bands, their, their livelihood and ability to tour has been thrown, you know, into the abyss so a lot of there's a lot of this stuff where people are just getting together and jamming and recording because they can't tour or play shows. And although some of that's starting to change, but still like a lot of good music coming out. I mean, I, I feel like there's still pretty strong, like a lot of good stuff. I I personally bought far less, I think this year than maybe ever, but uh, there's definitely been some great releases. So yeah. That's uh, one thing that pandemic couldn't affect is people at home recording. True. Yeah. I mean, and as a listener, right. We, we still need this art and these, these, you know, songs and music, man, to help us get by, enjoy our lives, you know? So like we need artists to keep creating great stuff, man. So here, here, Uh, there you have it. Another top five in the books for our fourth annual top five albums of the year. Wow. So we can't believe it. So, it's been fun. Uh, it's been fun. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's blowing by, man. I mean, you know, it's just hard to imagine only a few weeks left of 2021, man. Yeah. Hopefully I get this up by before the end of the year. We'll see. <laughs> But yeah, any final thoughts, guys? On uh, you know, I think we about covered it. But don't drink and drop. Don't drink and drop. <laughs> Merch coming soon. Yeah, I've been trying to avoid you know becoming a complete consumer and just you have you know for no other reason of like uh, you know because it's the holidays and whatever. Like I, I don't really need a turntable. I have one that works, but I'm I'm kind of like been checking out just nerding out and looking at stuff online and there's some that are like just, just 
looks super cool. So been been kind of looking through some stuff and reading too much about cartridges and styluses and all this other shit. That's just, you know, it's a city style. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rabbit hole, man. It's yeah. Well, yeah. It's like one of these days, you know, maybe I'll, uh, I'll have like a full, you know, old school tube amplifier, you know, receiver and, some tube preamp and full super badass turntable and like the whole thing. But you know, we'll that see. They will no, come. Probably not this year. No. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, we will see you in 2022 with some uh, hopefully exciting new shows. We have some cool sounding stuff coming up. So uh, keep an Look eye out for that. Yeah. And uh, thanks yeah, for like listening. Sh- Shiner, January. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's a concert, but. <laughs> yeah, finally going to get to see Shiner after so many years live. Oh, uh, yep. Last yeah. time we played was 17, 2017, I think. Wow. So, yeah, um, everyone uh, be safe and keep spinning. Yep. Happy Hanukkah. Just Just ended. Happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, happy Christmas, and happy New Merry Year. Merry New Year, mm. all that good stuff. We will see you soon. Listen to them bonnets. Peace.